Super Talk Mississippi media production. In the Mississippi Legislature, House Bill 728 funds health care for illegal immigrants. Call your legislator today at 601-359-3770. Ask them to stop House Bill 728. It's not too late. You can help stop this. Paid for by Building America's Future. It was the early 1960s. Vietnam went from some strange place that could have just as well been on Pluto to a very personal place, especially when the headlines in bold font told of the first stunning victory by the enemy. In that same year, Medgar Evers was assassinated in Jackson, Mississippi. George Wallace became governor of Alabama. James Meredith graduated from Ole Miss. Coca-Cola had a major announcement of their first diet drink called Tab. Zip codes were introduced in that year. The top three songs we were singing along to, number three, The End of the World by Skeeter Davis. Number two, Surfing USA by the Red Hot Beach Boys. And the number one song for the year was by a breakout group named Jimmy Kilbert and the Fireballs. Oh, there's a crazy little shack beyond the tracks. It was a turbulent time, laced with uncertainty, controversy, and change in every headline, all coming of age at the same time as adulthood was arriving into the lives of many baby boomers. But if you think all the controversy in the Magnolia State belonged to the issue of civil rights, you would be wrong. Some of the headlines unfolded in morning papers across the world told of bizarre and unsettling news that was likened to a story of Frankenstein. As we were getting acquainted with the news coming from a place called Vietnam, those in other parts of the country and on the other side of the world were hearing about an unheard-of animalistic experiment going on in a place called Mississippi. At the time, they might have even called it a bit of black Mississippi magic. More in a moment on this episode called A Legacy of Life. But first, an update from one of the busiest equipment dealers in the South, Divinity Equipment, with two locations in central Mississippi, but as close to you as www.divinityequipment.com. You'll find the showrooms and dealer inventory at both 1023 Divinity Drive, Raymond, Mississippi, and Highway 51 North in Madison. By the way, speaking of the website, when they list a hot new special on new and used equipment from tractors to RVs, zero-turn mowers, tobaccos, all of it. You get that information instantly right there on the website. So sign up for specials and coupons at Divinity Equipment. For names like New Holland and Kubota, it's the best investment of time and money. And no matter what you're looking for, that's a combination. It makes a bit of Mississippi magic. And now back to the episode, A Legacy of Life. Everyone who knew James as a young man would tell you he was a smart kid. His friends followed his progress after high school, into the military, through college, even through an impressive graduation from medical school. And no one would have associated the word macabre with James' unusual endeavors. That's why they were surprised when they read the jest of editorials and opinion pieces in papers and medical journals. All these important sources were publishing some weird articles on a young man they knew as James. And these scientific magazines were either outraged, quizzical, or infatuated with James' daring experiments. 
that hath a certain outcome of an animal sacrifice as its ultimate conclusion. Plus, since all these publications were up north or in other countries, it was no wonder his dastardly experiments took on more of a Frankenstein storyline. After all, these experiments were happening in a most unfamiliar and unexpected place, Mississippi, where most people's misinformation might have led them to wrongly believe he was practicing some primitive ritual in a wooded dungeon-like lab. As for that outrage, the fire James drew was nowhere near what it would have been today. PETA was still 17 years away from being founded. And as for any social media storm erupting, that possibility was still 20 years in the future with the invention of the Internet. But the news of James' work drew journalists with cameras and notepads and typewriters from around the globe to Mississippi. And little by little, the world was given more insight into the long and arduous research. Research that was meticulously compiled in experimental techniques on animals for over nine years. But that wasn't all of what people wanted to know about. They wanted to know more about James himself. And the more they knew about his experiments, the more fascinated they became. For you see, James and the state of Mississippi, just one year before, shocked the entire world with another medical experiment that had nothing to do with animals at all. Even the people in his home state thirst for more information on James and the team of, of medical mavericks. And of course, people across the world wanted to know about this dungeon-like location where these animal sacrifices were taking place. Well, it wasn't dungeon-like at all. As a matter of fact, some of those headlines from the more prestigious medical publications around the world were saluting an incredible surgical team in Mississippi who had just transplanted the first human lung into another human being. The year was 1963, as that number one song, Sugar Shack, gave way to the top-of-the-hour news on AM radio. The latest results beamed from the center of the medical world, all focused on James, Dr. James D. Hardy professor of surgery and chairman of the department at the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson, Mississippi. But being the first surgeon to perform the world's first lung transplant back in 1963 and eliciting breaking news from all parts of the world was nothing compared to what would transpire just a year later right here in the Magnolia State. Here's what happened. On an early Mississippi morning of January 24th, 1964, Dr. James Hardy and his surgical team bringing to the operating room at UMMC in Jackson over nine years of research and data in a life-and-death situation with the clock ticking away quickly towards death. They made worldwide news in a shocking and bombastic way. It happened when Dr. James Hardy performed the world's first heart transplant. That's right, the world's first heart transplant into the open cavity of a dying patient. At that moment in history, with much controversy and little time, Dr. Hardy, Dr. James D. Hardy, replaced the patient's heart with that of a heart from a chimpanzee. Oh, many of the world's newspapers, both large and small, saved front-page headlines for this shocking news. News that most people could not even assimilate into reality. Those headlines were quickly met from all four corners of the globe with intense rebuke. Headlines dated with the word Mississippi, 
screamed outrage of ethical, moral, social, religious, financial, governmental, even legal concerns. Some even close to home question, was it the right thing to do? You see, in 1963, the vast majority of concerns were more about ethical and religious reasons pertaining to implanting a monkey's heart into the soul of a human being. But all that said, all that recorded, the trail that Dr. Hardy blazed was studied and followed by remarkable surgeons to come. Pioneers like Dr. Christian Bernard, who just a few years later performed his historic human-to-human heart transplant, all with the help of Dr. James Hardy's research that came before. And because of that research, the roadblocks to heart transplants each year grew more successful and more commonplace around the world. Looking back now on that shocking experiment at the University of Mississippi Medical Center of transplanting a chimpanzee's heart into a human being, it is remarkable to see how it was then perceived by the world versus how we see it in a much different light today. But even back then, there was certainly no immediate consensus. While the medical field would record the operation as a success because the chimpanzee's heart actually worked for almost an hour in an extremely ill patient who was comatose and near death. But that said, even those in the medical field had a multitude of mixed feelings. And as always, time has a way of filtering a plethora of feelings into unadulterated facts. Dr. James Hardy continued blazing a trail. As a matter of fact, 23 years later, he led another team responsible for performing a double lung transplant without even disturbing the patient's heart. He continued setting the medical research bar at record highs by writing 23 books, two of which became standard surgery text still used today in American medical schools. He published hundreds of articles in medical journals. He served as editor-in-chief for some of the world's greatest medical publications. And among the many, many honors, in 1971, the prestigious Vizhnevsky Institute honored Dr. James D. Hardy for his pioneering work in Mississippi by presenting him with two medals, one for the lung transplant and the other for the heart. And that's just a smidgen of the medical accomplishments from a truly remarkable man who passed away in 2003 at the age of 84, but forevermore has left a legacy of life, sprinkled along the path with a bit of Mississippi magic. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.